Christ, you people suck. Wow. This is episode 709 for August 8th, 2022. And on the show this week, we got Drew. Hey, I'm here. And Wombat 2. What? Anthony is dead. I'm not dead. You're dead. I'm not dead. <laughs> Damn, that I, somehow this has become the... You know what? I, I discovered, I was listening, what was I listening Costumes. to? Costumes. I was listening uh, to I have a Puzzle Quest. Puzzle Quest. <laughs> I was listening to um, a podcast the other day with Jeff Grubbon, and I forgot there was another Jeff Keeley line that was pulled out of that same presentation, where if you cut it off early, it just says, Master Chief comes. The sound bite just stops right there. Have you seen the cyberpunk one? No, what is the cyberpunk? You can become. Oh my god, hold on. You can become. Okay. Yeah. The world There's... is a weird place. Is it, is it Keeley saying this? No. Oh. It is Keeley saying the Master Chief one. He's like, Master Chief comes. In Night City, you can become. Oh, cool. Well, that's... I don't know that I'm going to play that. I don't know how loud it is. It's, uh... it's funny that you guys are talking about this right now because I literally just booted up Cyberpunk. I was, thought you were going to tell me that you just come, and I was like, "What? I don't, hold on. I don't. <laughs> I don't see that option on the screen. <laughs> you haven't made it to Keanu yet, so you know, give it time. It's true. Anyway, now Getting that the... caught. Yeah, yeah, all of it's just great, like, cut off, like, you can become... Welcome. Alright, I'm glad we started off on a high note. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guess we can talk about video games. I'll, I'll go to Drew first. Okay. What's going on? Play the Yakuza 5. Alright. That's, um... It's a long game. Yeah, all those Yakuza games are pretty long. Yeah. I like this one better than 4, but not that great. Hmm. That's all I can say, really. Um, it's, it's definitely better than 4, but man, it's long in the tooth, and they do they shoehorn a lot of stuff in there that like I don't want to do this. Like Every character has their own little side thing that they can do. Cure you can do taxi driving and and uh Sajima can do uh hunting out in the woods and 
Haruka is a dance idol, so you have to do like beat mania. Oh snap! It's it's like everybody has their thing. The problem is, is the game kind of forces you to do a lot of that stuff before they just let you say, "Oh, this is optional if you want to." And I'm just like, "Holy crap! This takes forever." The the new guy, the new character, is a ex professional baseball player. So guess what he does? Plays he baseball? does baseball. He plays, he, he goes to the batting cages and improves his swing and stuff like that. And I'm just like, I don't want to do this stuff. But, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, we're, we're slowly getting through that. We're going to do his chapter, and then after that's the finale, and then we move on. So we got probably two more weeks of Yakuza 5. I will be ready to be done with that. Well, you can rest easy knowing that 6 is so much better. Yeah, that's what everybody says. Did you play six, Ken? I played about ten hours of six, and I really enjoyed what I played. Okay, all right. I know in six you actually manage your own baseball team. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that comes towards like the end of the game. The first part of that game is a little slow because I don't want to spoil anything, but you know, Kitty's back. I mean, he's back in this one, but he's—I know what you mean. He's yeah. back in—he's back in in at Morning Glory. Running the orphanage. Yeah. Can't do it. Can't do biak. You gotta take care of the baby. Yeah. Taking care of the baby part's kind of rough, but. Yeah. I know that there's a baby involved. Oh, it's hilarious. Some of the cutscenes are hilarious with the baby, but it's still. Hearing it cry all the time is like, God damn it. I played it right after, you know. Well, not right after, but soon after my son had gotten to the point where we didn't have to hear that anymore. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, damn it. Anyway, Kitty was dead. Should should we just do an entire show of just imitating Jeff, Jeff Keeley's that one mid, line? That Midwestern one line voice. Jeff Keeley said, "Weird, his weird Canadian accent that is I don't can, know it, where it's from." He is Canadian. He's Canadian. He is Canadian, but it sounds almost like Midwestern, right? Yeah, he sounds a little like Minnesota. Yeah, like, you mean it's yeah. But if you in certain parts of Canada, they sound like that too. I just. Canada's just a big Minnesota. Yeah, the Minnesota accent uh, kind of carries its way up north. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a regional one. Just not like any distinct region. It's just like these people sound like this. Alright. Yeah. That's why people in Georgia sound like me. Well, most people in Georgia have a little more twang. You have yeah, a light, you I, have a light I, twang. I I try to I guess disguise it. I don't necessarily. I talk like this. This is what I normally talk like. When I was a younger, I definitely had more of a southern twang. When you was a younger, when I was a youngin, <laughs> when I was a youngin, I talked a lot more like a a southerner. I'm about to tell you, boy. That's right. When people That'd tell me coming. I have an accent. I don't hear it, but then I don't think anybody hears their own accent. So well, for the for the longest time, whenever I was just a listener to the show, I thought Ryan was from like southern. Somewhere, I thought he had thought a southern. I, was. I, I sounded you had it yeah. almost sounded like you had a little bit of a southern twang. I it I do it comes it comes and goes. Um, it was really strong just then and there. <laughs> I do the, uh, I, I do it comes and goes. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I think it's because uh, you know we're pretty close to Kentucky here, yeah. so yeah, the uh, it it we're not exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sick. There's a there's a big difference actually, and I'm sure this is the case for Georgia too. But there's a big difference in the accents from Northern Ohio and Southern Ohio. 
Oh, yeah. Um, like, I mean, there's a big range between the folks up in, like, Toledo or Bowling Green, where it's almost right on the Michigan border, um, to southern Ohio, where we're, I mean, I can get in my car and I'll be in Kentucky in a half hour or 35 minutes. Um, yeah. So it's, uh, there's a pretty wild swing. But I'm sure it's that way in Georgia, too. Folks in Savannah, I'm sure, have a little bit different accent than the folks in northern Georgia. They do. Like I'm, I, I live in northern Georgia, so I'm close to the Appalachian. If you go even higher up north, like into the Appalachian Mountains, it's a whole different type of sound up there. So, yeah, it's it's interesting dialect and stuff like that, especially just for like regions. Like you know, you can hear somebody say something of like, "Oh, that guy's probably from you know, Texas," while this guy's probably from Alabama or Georgia. You know. There are there are differences to it. Oh yeah, it's anyway. crazy how that works. Like how languages work between regions. Like how did that even how did that even come to be? Yeah, and apparently the the southern United States sound closest to the people who originally came from England over here. I guess. Uh, I don't, the I don't southern know. the southern drawl is a lot like the British accent. At least that's what they say. Dialogue dialect teachers say. Except for the except for the rhotic R, which is I think mostly in the Northeast, the the Boston. Boston. Yeah. Accent. Yep. Anyway, uh, video games. Um, couple of things I do want to mention because uh, there there was a quest this week oh, God that had man. you that had you play. Uh, Rise, Son of Rome. Yeah, I'm not doing that I, again. I've played that. I've played probably four or five hours of that game before. Every time I do a quest for it, I think you know I should probably just play through this whole game. That game is it's great. Quality. That game it's is great. Quality. Yeah. yeah, it's quality, and it still looks great. And I, I was like, you know, I should probably just keep this installed and just play through it. Because I was like, it, it, it's actually a pretty decent time. I mean, it sure, it, it can get monotonous after a while because it is basically just... Remember, you but, could do the connect calls. Yeah, yeah, you could tell them to fire and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's gone. Yep. Connect is dead. Connect is dead. Um... But could you, can you still hook? Could, could, can you hook up a Connect to the, the no. Series X? No, it doesn't no. have a port. No. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, um, I played that. Um, tried out a few other small things that came out, like um, uh, what was that uh, Escape Room game that came out I on think Game it's Pass? It's called Escape Academy, right? Is it the Escape Academy? I can't I think remember. So. Uh, I played a couple of levels of it. That's that's kind of interesting. Um, I feel like uh, the controls are a little wonky in that game. I feel like the the I had to adjust like the the look speed because it felt like I was just jerking everywhere, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but no, that was that was kind of neat. Uh, I like the art style of it, and it does have some pretty decent brain teasers for you. Um, I didn't really jump into Diablo this week. I, I I'm just waiting for the new season to come. So I can jump into it. And I think that's pretty much it, to be honest with you. It's a lot of Yakas. I'm trying to get through that game so we can wrap it up. Wrap it up, B. Yeah. 
that, that's that's pretty much it. Unfortunately, you you did give me a code for Persona <laughs> Four Ultimax. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. And it's not unfortunately. It's just that game's old. Yeah, but this is a remaster. You know, the new in the came. I forget when it came. I think it came out this like year, like March, yeah. March of this year, somewhere. And then because there. Evo's going on, they announced rollback, and they sent a couple codes over. I was like, all right, because I don't know. I don't play these. Everybody's games. got rollback. Dude, the TMNT uh, tournament fighters on the, the the Cowabunga collection will have rollback. There you go. I'm about to it's go. A, I'm about to go pro in TMNT Tournament Fighters. There you go. Who's your main? I don't know. I don't even remember who's in it besides the turtles. I know the characters are different between the Genesis and the Super Nintendo version. Just say one of the Ninja Turtles and you'll be safe. Donatello. Yes. I'm main Donatello. Oh, you, you know go. what? Donatello's not actually in it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it, for being honest. All right. Well, I hope you're being honest. I hope you're not lying to me about your video. Game. I am lying to you. I mean, yeah, I played Quest games, but who gives a shit about that? Dude, we got a fucking email about it. Thank you for that. I I do. Listening to the podcast last week and hearing how much time was devoted to fucking Paw Patrol, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I've played both games. I have played both. And games. you're like, don't don't say that like you're proud of it, like. <laughs> I and then you'll the be like, listen, I don't have to pay. I don't have to pay. I'm like, you pay. You pay a lot. And Ken says, you pay. I'm like, good. Ken's on the same page. This is not a. This is not a benefit. Like, you know, like I don't. Is at this point, it's just like demanding your time, and they're like, and here's your little payment for playing our game, so we can boost the number. I mean, you can and boost the number all you like, want to. The fact yeah. of the matter is, I do not spend fifteen dollars a month on Game Pass. My time is more valuable than playing fucking Paw Patrol. So it was five minutes a day, then, big yeah, whoop. Nope. Eh, still too many minutes a day. You should you should work it into your cloud gaming on your phone while you're sitting on the toilet. I mean, I can. On the turlet. There's a, there's a southern accent for you. You sit on that turlet? Uh, all right. Well, first off, we don't call it turlet. It's called a commode. Thank you very much. <laughs> the commode. Yes. That's what it's, right. not called a, it's not called a turlet in your part of the South, but there are definitely parts of the South that is called a turlet. Yeah. On a turlet? My dad used to call it a commode. He's like, you going to yep. sit on a commode, boy? Yep. Oh, was he from the South? Because it sure sounds like it. <laughs> Actually, he's from out West. Like, he lived in uh, uh, Seattle for a very long time. Seattle. Okay. Gotcha. But then again, he was born in 1929, so, you know, things were different back then. Right. The uh, my grandmother, uh, originally from here, but while her family was from Kentucky, she had lots of interesting words. What did she say? She uh, when she would get mad at her dog, uh, she'd say, "I swear if that dog doesn't straighten up, I'm gonna take it to the pond." No, and I'm like, it, well, no, the pound is what oh, she meant. The pond. <laughs> yeah. Um. Or uh carburetor. Car's got a carburetor in it. Carburetor. Carburetor. Yeah. Carburetor. Yeah. That's good. My, my my father one time told me he was watching me play a fighting game. I think it was one of the Street Fighters. I can't remember. And he said, "Man, it looks like you're sitting over there playing a banjo." I was like, "A what? <laughs> a banjo?" Banjo, like, son. Uh, 
a badger? He's like, no, a banjo. And he did the strumming. I was like, yeah, a banjo? Yeah, ban- banjo, yeah. I, I understood. As soon as he said banjo, I was like, yeah. Okay. Oh, he's it, was, it was the I was, way he said it. I thought you were saying he was saying banger. And, Dude, that's uh, a banger, like, oh, your son. Dad was <laughs> no, my dad was real hip back in, you know, 2001. Fucking game. No, no, it was... It was he was talking about a banjo, and I was like, "Dad, there's a O on the end of that." I mean, people living around here, people uh, pluralize everything. So, like, you don't go to the WalMarts when the Targets. Yeah, and I hear yeah. people all the time call it Games Pass on podcasts. I'm like, motherfucker, there's no S in the game. It's just Game, game Pass. Games Pass. Games Pass. Like, uh, is that on Games Pass? Like, no, it's on Game Pass. You jackass. The uh, uh, my my uh, grandma also, um, until the day she died, called it Meyer Squares instead oh, dude, of uh, Meyer. Meyer Square, yes. Yeah. Do you guys call it Pop? I uh, yeah, I, I do. Probably Pop Soda. Yeah, pop or whatever I'm specifically drinking. Yeah, that's. I, I was just Mostly curious. Pop, though. That's the biggest thing. Nobody around here says pop. Nobody. Soda. It's either soda. It's either soda. So it's or a Coke. Coke. And I'm. And, I, and if you ask for a Coke of a different flavor that isn't a cola, like fuck you. That's terrible. They have to. That's a conversation. Typical conversation in Georgia is, "What do you want to drink?" I'll take Coke. What kind? That, <laughs> it's a Coke. Like, that is, yeah. mm, that's not even like, listen, if you just said a Coke for all colas, I understand, but like, that's not a thing. Oh my it is god. In the south. Well, oh, fuck, we, we invented Yeah, there's a Coca-Cola. lot of things or things in the south that we maybe shouldn't stick to. Well, I mean, that's fuck. fair. Alright, back to video games. We'll move on to Anthony. I don't know, I don't know anymore. Did you play Paw Patrol? Thing, it just, it, I think you did. No, why, no. I have taste. Um, I have been playing Horizon Forbidden West. Thought you had taste. Um, wow. <laughs> right? <know>. Right? <laughs> Fucking Xbox whore. Come on now, that was a good one. Moving on from Ken's shitty interruption. Um, I'm. I like that game's story. I'm not as big a fan of the gameplay. Some of the changes they've made to combat, I'm not a fan of. And the robots are generally a little bit tougher, I find, than the first game. And the equipment and the techniques, I just don't... Are you actually shooting their parts off this time? Well, I, I was shooting their parts off in the first game. My my issue is that I'm shooting the parts off, and it's there's a couple where like there's a couple animals where when uh, or uh, robots that when I shoot their parts off they die pretty quickly. Like I'm really glad that the birds, like all the um whatever the glint hawks or whatever they are, um cause I can't remember if they're glint hawks in the original game. Um, they work the same way. I sh- I fire at them, and if I can break the canister on their chest, uh, they'll crash to the ground and generally die. Cool. That works the same way. Um, the kangaroo type things aren't bad, but everything that's sort of a tr- si- the size of a truck is just a pain in the ass. I d- and they're always in groups, 
and none of the weapons I find do enough damage. Like, they really want you to play with the um, elemental system, which is fine, but then they also want you to do that shit where it's like you, you hit an enemy or whatever, and then you have to fire at that spot with the bow. And I'm like, I don't know what exactly triggers it, and they barely wanted to touch upon it's, that stuff. It's there's there's actually a a lot that teaches you all about that if you do the fight pits in the cities that you I, come to. Yeah, I did, and I can get it to like it was just like as soon as it was exited out of there, I'm like I felt I feel like I'm doing the same stuff still, and then it's just like no, and then there's the override things that you can do once your power's strong enough and. There's a lot of crap going on for a game that clearly still wants you to stealth around because they'll just everything will murder you by just firing a bunch of projectiles and and bull rushing you simultaneously. So it's just one of those things where it's like, wow, this is a lot of mechanics that like at the end of the day you've kind of are telling me you don't want me to use because it's just better off to like run around, hide in a bush, wait for an enemy to come by stab them, and then go and run around again and wait, hide in a different bush and wait for the enemies to yeah, come by while they're looking that, for you. You can't do that the whole game, though. Like, that that's... You can do that at the beginning, for sure. You can't do that the whole game. No, but, like, even... So, so um, the Rattler, which was my favorite weapon in the first game, it doesn't work the same in this one, I don't think. Like, it's not like a machine gun anymore. It's like a shotgun. Well, they've got there. There's a different weapon that um, fires more like a machine gun. Okay, well that irritated the shit on me because it's like, oh, finally I have the weapon I I loved in the first game, and now this one needs to charge up. And it's fine that it makes her slower. That I have no issue with. But if it's just like, oh, for fuck's sake, it's it's like mechanically there's some really neat stuff being done in here, and then there's just shit where I'm like. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't feel as good as the first game does. Uh, obviously, there's a bit of time between me playing the first game and this one, but I'm still liking the game. If, if it, honestly, if the story was like the first game, I would probably have checked out by now. But the amount that it focuses on the science fiction stuff, yeah, that makes me really happy. And it's like clearly. It feels like they figured out, like, they had a bigger plan in the first game, and then they went, or we could do this, and they went with the weak or option, like, the different option, because, like, there's some stuff that's added in here, where I'm like, yeah, they don't, I don't remember them talking too much about this in the first game, and I'm okay with that, because this is weird, and I want to know more, and I don't think there's any way to disappoint me because of how kind of left field some of this stuff is, um... But yeah, like I, I'm liking the uh, different tribes that you meet this time, which is shocking because that was the part that I disliked the most in the first game. Um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I haven't been able to spend as much time with it this week as I wanted to. Um, I have also started up Yoshi's Crafted World. That's an amazing game. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is hard to 100% that shit. Oh yeah, for sure. We, uh, my son and I basically gave up on trying to 100% it. There's the so the first level that I had real issue with was like an under, like the fake underwater stage where you're like at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, yeah. 
and I couldn't see because I forgot that there's stuff in the background sometimes. So I'm looking at all the big stuff, and then there's like one tr- like little gift box that I had to hit for a red coin, and I was like, God damn it! Um, but like then the first time they introduced Poochie, I was like, Oh man, that's a difficult stage to get all the stuff on because there's like a you you have one shot to get like some red coins and this or a the blue coins to activate the flower, and if you mess up, you don't get another shot at it. So you have to start the stage over again. And um, But yeah, there's some really neat stuff in it. I do not like the mech stages. Um, like where you're dri- riding along and you have the big fist that punches stuff. Um, it's yeah. just too different. And I'm like, yeah, I don't I don't like this as much as the rest of the game so far. It's not terrible. It's just like they didn't do that in, in Yoshi's Island and I'm like you were really making me feel like Yoshi's Island here. I do love these stuff, though, like the weird scavenger hunts uh, that you get after you're done levels um, that the robots give you and the Poochie puppy uh, rescue yeah. missions. Like, the, those are great. I played the demo. I love the demo so much I went and bought the game. <laughs> um, This is the weird one. For this week, uh, Quick Spot DS. I don't know why I saw the Quick Spot was on sale on the Switch, and I went. I'm pretty sure I have that on DS. Pop that in, and uh, it's fine. Um, yeah. it, it's old. It's a. It's not great. I, like I don't know how they put a Switch version out when it's not that great of a game. But whatever. Um, I did get to play, and I'm playing it for review. Rabbit's Party of Legends, and uh, it's a. It's a pretty decent party game. Um, I'm kind of surprised because, like, none of the other Rabbids games... They've been fun, but, like, there's always something that I play in it and that I go, ugh, like, I don't want to do this. Now, I haven't played a ton of it. I played it with my mom uh, because she and I would play the Rabbids games on Wii. And uh, I was visiting her last weekend. That's the reason why I wasn't on. And, uh... Yeah, it's just a it's a just a fun collection of mini games. It's not a Mario Party type of title. Like you you're just trying to place in the mini games and they give you like first, second, third, fourth place and then you collect pages of a book or books, one of the two, and uh whoever has the most books at the end wins. Um but you're always as a group earning points to unlock new costumes and new mini games for the rabbits, which is nice. Um, but yeah, there's some, a lot of motion control, um, and it's all really great. Uh, I was really surprised with that. Um, and, and it's not anything that's going to blow your mind. If you've played any of the Mario Party like mini games, it's stuff like that. Like There's the Bumper Balls equivalent, but I thought it worked a lot better than Bumper Balls ever did on Mario Party. Um, what is weird about this is this whole game has a uh, Journey to the West theme. It's it's kind of like they're just kind of reading the story of Journey to the West, and then the rabbits use their um, uh, washing machine that and it sucks and it sucks them into the world of Journey to the West. So everybody's kind of got like the themes, like the costumes of characters from Journey to the West. All the Journey to the West characters are rabbits now, um, but it's made from like. Ubisoft Shanghai or something like that. So it was kind of a neat twist. 
Um, and, and the last one game I was playing before we even got on today, um, can I talk about Cult of the Lamb, Ken? Don't think so, but let me double check. Yeah, I should have asked beforehand, but I literally came on and then we started recording. Uh, no. Give me a second, you might have, no? Tenth. Alright, well, I'll tweet about it on the 10th. I don't know if my review will be ready for then, but uh, yeah, I can't say anymore. That's very disappointing. <laughs> Quiet! Yeah, that's it for me. Alright, we'll move on to the one bear. Alright. So, um, I played uh, a lot of Power Wash Simulator. Yeah, you did. That game's so good. It is. Uh, it, uh, it's just so, in addition to just being satisfying, it's very, like, intuitive, it all makes sense, um, it's easy to, like, the, um, there's no sort of, like, there's nothing confusing or tricky or anything like that about it, which is, uh, it's a nice game to just be able to kind of turn your brain off and, uh, play for a little while. Um, some of those levels are long as can be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on the skate park right now. Oh man, uh, that's a and long that one. that one is huge. I don't think it's as long um, as the playground, but it's pretty freaking long. Yeah, it's pretty long. Um, I like the, um, so I did the, the old lady in a shoe house, Ken, and saw the, the text messages, which was pretty funny. Um, I also did the, um, uh, the Hansel and Gretel house, which is also pretty funny. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I like the game a lot. Uh, I'm I'm enjoying it. It's a good game to just kind of take a break with every now and then. Um, mostly I've been playing uh, Dragon Quest Four, um, and again, I'm I'm really enjoying that. I'm on the the fifth uh, chapter right now, which means I'm basically gathering up all of the um, companions that I did the backstories for in the first four chapters. Uh, I've got one more guy that I have to go collect. That's where I'm at now. Uh, That's the one where you start as the knight, right? No. So Dragon Quest IV, um, I think you're thinking of Final Fantasy. No, like, no, no. uh, You you make your character, but then you start off as a a, a, a knight. So, yes, sorry. The prologue, you start out as a hero. Right. Yeah. But then chapter one, you are a knight. Yes. Ragnar McRae. Uh, and then you like recruit Ragnar. And that's where they have all the Scott, the unreadable yes. Scottish accents. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't read this. I don't know they, what I'm saying. Then, so chapter two, um, you're, it's, it's supposed to be the Dragon Quest equivalent of Russia. So everyone speaks in like this horribly stereotypical broken Russian accent. Um, which is pretty funny. Um, but, and then chapter three is like this mix of the Middle East and India. Most of the character names are, are Indian. Um, but, uh, there are also some, some other like Middle Eastern bends to some of the stuff. Um, and then the, um, uh, the chapter with the merchant is like, everybody kind of has an Irish accent. Um, I love it though. All of it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's funny. Out. It it adds a lot of character. 
Um, but, uh, the, it's, it's a lot of fun. I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot after, I think I'm probably 17 hours or so in, um, so probably about halfway, I think. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm liking it a lot so far. I don't know that I like it as much as three, but it's really hard to, it's hard to tell because three obviously was, I played on the NES and, this one's on the DS, so the the graphics and the mechanics and everything are so different um, that that adds, I think, a layer uh, to uh, my enjoyment. But I think just overall, so far, I like the third one better, but um, I like this one a lot. And from what I understand, the fifth one's even better, so I'm looking forward to getting into that one. Um, and, uh, yeah, working my way up uh, the list there. Um, outside of that, I mentioned, uh, that I started, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 again on the PS5. Um, and so far I'm, I'm still just kind of in the prologue, um, trying to, I, I could have start I could have used the saves, uh, from the PlayStation 4 version because I played that actually on my PS5. Um, but, um, uh, I'm, I'm just going to start over again. It's been, uh, way too long. Um, so yeah, I don't know where I'm at. I don't know what's happening. So I'm just going to start over again. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, and I don't know if it's because I played the PS4 game on my PlayStation 5 already, but I don't notice a huge difference so far. Um, but, um, we'll see. I'm sure, I'm sure I'll notice more differences as we, as I get a little deeper. Um, Trying to think. Oh, the other thing I played, um, I tried to play, I should say, um, Octopath Traveler, Champions of the Continent. Is that what it's called? The mobile that's, game. The yeah, new mobile that's the game. mobile one, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I I got through the prologue, and then it dumped me into the gotcha mechanic, and there's like a million different currencies, like always, and different things that you have to have to upgrade different characters, and this character has an upgrade and also has this other upgrade that in, increases their star level, and this is what you need for that, and I just turned it off. I'm like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm done with overly complicated gotcha games, and games that uh free-to-play games that have a million different currencies or things that you have to collect to upgrade characters or to unlock characters or I'm just, I'm done. I, uh, I think, uh, Genshin Impact was the last one of those that I played and, uh, I enjoyed that game, but even that game, like I just got really burnt out really fast on the gotcha stuff. Um, and I just don't have the, I don't have the mental capacity right now to try to figure it out. So, um, you, I put that aside. For, if you're looking for a game on like mobile, tried the quest. Yeah. So I saw the, and the quest was on sale actually last week. Um, and, uh, I've been thinking about getting that because I've got, um, I do have Legend of Grimrock on mobile, which I like a lot. Um, and I'm, a, I'm a sucker for those sort of old school, uh, RPGs. Um, this is a bit more open world. Yeah. But, but grid based, which is very yeah. kind of unique. Um, and then if, uh, depending on what you play on, uh, there's a bunch of, uh, um, uh, DLC, like actual, like 
full DLC that you can buy, like uh, separate apps, I think. Uh, they were gotcha. on the original iOS anyways. Um, I'm, I just actually got an iPad and I just reinstalled the Quest and all the uh, DLC. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I may have to check that out. I, I, I'm starting to think that maybe I've just gotten to a point where um, I, I, the only stuff that I really want to play on mobile is like super simple puzzle game stuff. Um, but I, I could I could try a an RPG. I, I tend to find that uh, the times when I have my phone in my hand, um, my the the part of my brain that's stimulated by overly complex or in depth games is usually turned off. So, um, but uh, but we'll see. Maybe I'll maybe I'll give something else a try. But yeah, Octopath was just way too complicated for me. I'm sure it's good. It looks just like the console game. Um, but I, I just can't, I can't do it. Um, so yeah, that's, um, that's it for me. All right. Uh, I can finally talk about Sword and Fairy. If you want to know about that game, that's, um, East Asia Soft action, um, Chinese mythology game. It's, it's actually pretty good. Uh, I think the biggest issue with it is that it, you can definitely see the budgetary issues shining through. So the code they sent me um, came with like the pre-order bonuses where like you can change to like modern day outfits in, in ancient Chinese kind of lore. I put the outfit on to see what it looked like. I can never take it off. Like I go into my equipment menu I, and there's an option for costumes, but there's no way to change your costume back to the original, at least that I can find. Um, so, that's kind of annoying. Um, the targeting system, it's it's a third-person action game. You, you click the right stick, lock onto your target, attack. Pretty standard, fair stuff. The problem is, is that when you click onto a target, you kill them, it doesn't immediately switch to the next target. You have to retarget again, which makes combat feel a little, I don't know, not great. Um, the combat itself is fun. You have like this little bird that you can do your special moves with where it can attack. There's these big giant monsters that come out. It's There's a lot of cool stuff to this game, but then like every time I'm starting to enjoy the game, it does something that just kind of irritates the hell out of me. Um, it It's crashed a few times, so it's definitely not stable. Um, and also, there's a whole lot of fetching in this game. Like, there was parts where I was out, you know, doing the action, everything was good, was fun, was having a good time. Then all of a sudden it's like, go back and do this mission. And this mission takes me through like 25 steps of like, walk two steps, talk to this person, walk two steps, talk to that person, walk two steps, talk to this person. And it's just like, there's so many quests like that in this game that I'm just like, I don't care. Like, uh, when I'm skipping cutscenes less than two hours into the game, you've already lost me on your on your quest system. It's just, you're putting too much up front of things that I don't want to do necessarily when, you're, when your action part of it was actually really good. So, uh, it's fine. You kind of get what you pay for. I think it's 30 or 40 bucks. I can't remember. It's definitely not a full price game, but I'm hoping with a few patches it'll polish itself up and be a pretty good video game. Um, 
I tried to get into something for myself to play, so I started up Phobia. That game is really good, um, but there is a lot of, like, it does not tell you shit. And sometimes I just don't have the patience to deal with some of that. Like I was telling you, Anthony, I, I, I was looking for something... I forget what it was, and like uh, you, you wanted a. Uh, I know you needed I w- tape. You needed tape to make a bandage. Yeah, and like I walked in this room, and there's like 400 uh, filing cabinet drawers, and like I opened 10 of them, and there's nothing in any of them. I was like, okay, if you're gonna put 400 drawers in this room and make most of them empty. That's not fun Like if there's two or three drawers in a room Cool Okay that's exploration A wall of drawers And I'm just irritated Like I'm shocked I haven't come across tape at this point Um And the the mission I'm on Is that I'm trying to get to the first floor Uh but like The elevator on every floor is broken Yeah And I don't have any way to fight and I keep running into these big goddamn bugs that keep biting me. Yeah, that that's a hallway you can just avoid. Yeah, but I don't know that because the, the game hasn't game. told me. It's telling me I need to get to the first floor. Oh, by the way, well, I found bullets. He, he says something, by the way. He says something. I'll have to come back here when I can, when I have something to defend myself. I did find bullets in a safe. Yep. Um, but I don't have a gun yet. Yeah, but the, you'll get a gun and you'll have like an... <laughs> Ton of ammo, and that was my that was one of my few complaints in my review was okay, but you your response to not giving me um a, a melee weapon is to give me a bunch of bullets. So I don't know. It was a very weird choice to just be like, and all the combat's gonna be ranged. I, I, I'm still not sure. Of why that is, but it, it, I didn't. It didn't ruin the experience for me. It was just a very weird choice. Yeah, I, th- I need to get back to it. I feel like maybe this is one of those games where I keep a walkthrough handy because I do get frustrated. Like there was one point where I had to refer to the walkthrough that was sent to us mm-hmm. um, for the review, and when I looked at it and I found out what, <laughs> what I had to do, I was like, oh. I'm just stupid, okay? I It was literally, like, right in front of me, but I was just... I stared it in the face and didn't see it. I mean, that's... I was like, all right, well, that's... The, and it was like, I'm like, I'm not even going to write that because I just feel bad for just not doing the thing that was very blatantly obvious. Yeah. I definitely feel the detective vision mode thing, though, like, where I'm constantly pressing the button. When When you require somebody to use, like, a different view... Here's here's just a suggestion if there's any developers like make it faster. Like don't well, make it clunky if I've got to constantly switch between the views. And phobia is very cl- it's very slow. So that's Yeah, I think that's to make you feel a little bit more nervous cuz you got to put down the gun and then pull out the camera. Yeah, but if I'm doing it so much to like solve puzzles, yeah, generally they won't ask you to do that. You, you know what I mean? Like, they're not going to be like, and pull that out, and oh my god, there's an enemy. They don't do that shit. Yeah. I, I'm not, spo- spoiler, I guess. Um, they do a lot of tension building, 
but they're not cheap assholes about it. That hallway sequence with the fire was was yeah, definitely it's one of my favorite moments. Terrifying. So, ah, that was pretty good. So, I, you know, I like it. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep playing some more of that. And then I tried to go back to Arceus. Um, I played that for about an hour. I think I'm gonna like that game, but I don't know yet. Like Nintendo and the Pokemon Company are the fucking worst when it comes to onboarding. Like that tutorial is so goddamn slow. Uh, take two steps. Here's the thing. Take two steps. Here's yeah, the thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna save myself the pain and just uh, like get uh, the the next Scarlet or whatever the fuck the options are. Yeah, but I'm hearing they're like, taking like quality of life out of those games, and I'm just like, Ugh. I don't know. Yeah, but I'm gonna have to. My thing is, is like with Pokemon, you're gonna have to sit through a tutorial anyways. So, well, I'm about two hours into Arceus. Maybe I'm once I get through the tutorial, I'll be okay because I like what I played. But I feel like the game just like the the crafting tutorial is one of the most hilarious things ever. It took me five minutes to do the tutorial. It's literally picking two options on a menu and pressing A. That's not crafting, that's just combining two items. I don't need a conversation that is that long. Even as a kid. No! I remember watching that fucking... Hold on. I remember watching the original game's How to Catch Pokemon tutorial. And I wanted to bash that old man in the skull. Oh my god. Because of how terrible it is. And then you throw the Pokeball, and you're just like, I... Pokeball! Yeah, but that's what it felt like. He's just like this crazy old man who can inadvertently glitch your game if you do a certain amount of things in an order after talking to him. But it's just like terrible. Yep. Ah. These fucking onboarding tutorials really irritate the piss out of me. But when I'm playing and- that game, it's fun. Also, can you not name your Pokemon in Arceus? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't played Arceus. Like when I got my starter, I don't remember. I never, I never rename them, so I don't know. When I got my starter Pokemon at the beginning, where you pick between the three, it did not give me an option to rename it. Hmm. So what the fuck? I can't make funny names for my little pocket monsters. That takes part of the fun out of it. Venus used Harden. Ha ha ha. Okay. Um, and then I spent some time, um, playing some fighting games, because Evo's going on, it always gets me hype, you know, play some fighting games, so I, I revisited some King of Fighters 15, I still haven't bought the DLC for that game, maybe I should at some point, and then I went and played, I was, as I do every week, I'm always messing with my old games, so I went and played some classics that Wombat will, will definitely be... Be happy to hear. I did play some Mortal Kombat Gold. I played through like two arcade runs on that. That game is still fun. I like that game. Now the game Wombat's gonna roll his eyes. I also booted up Mace the Dark Age because of course I did. (laughs) I can't help but be that guy that you know plays these old bad fighting games because I want to see. And then out of curiosity's sake I went back and revisited Killing Zone. Oof. Oof, oof, oof. That game. Mmm. That is the... That is... That is the generic-ass PlayStation as generic-ass PlayStation gets. Holy shit. 
I've never even heard of this game, so I looked it up, and wow. So, the guys that made this game also made Battle Monsters for the sake of Saturn, which I also played this week. Uh, Battle Monsters is one of the coolest premises that I've played in a long time. I think kind of Smash, but with, like, movie monster characters almost. It's kind of cool, but boy, is it rough to play on the Saturn. Those pixels do not look good today. It's hard to tell what's going on. Uh, but yeah, that same company made both of those games, and they're both not great fighting games. Anyway. Yeah. But no, it's Evo. I always want to play some fighting games. I, I was When I was going back to my old games this week, one of the things I was testing, I was like seeing what game had cheats. Because, like, I could just fucking cheat in these old games. So I, like, gave myself infinite health in Mace the Dark Age and just played through. Because fuck it, nobody actually wants to play that game. You just want to see it. That was pretty fun. Also, it's really hard. I don't know what configuration you use for N64. But, like, having the C buttons mapped to the right analog stick in a fighting game is kind of a pain in the ass. Agree. It's um, I, I was just getting ready to say, like that's the only. So I have a USB Super NES and a USB NES controller, but those two I never have any trouble with with my existing controllers. No, uh, I just bought them mostly for nostalgia more than anything else. The the N sixty four one is the one where I think, man, I should really probably just buy a USB N sixty four controller. That's yeah. That's the only controller. I mean, outside of the fucking Jaguar controller, but who the fuck would use that anyway? Um, like when I play old games, I'm like, hey, how do I, how do I, like, what is the best way to map this? And I'm still trying to figure it out in my head, like, because I don't think it uses the bumpers. No, wait, it does use one bumper because the 64 had the two L and R and then the Z trigger. So like, one of the bumpers is already taken. So I don't know, man. It's hard to map that. Yeah. Anyway. Um, if you're going to buy a USB one for your emulation needs, uh, go for the Brawler 64 USB edition. Does because, Retroarch... Because, good lord, I have one of the... Does it does it recognize it in Retroarch? Do you know? Fuck, fuck if I know. It's what? a USB controller, so... It should, in theory. Mhm. All right. Um So then the indie games. I can roll through these real quick. There was Roll the Cat, which is literally what it says. It's a puzzle game where you're rolling the cat into its bed. Uh Frogun. That game is cool. That is like a PS1 style visually. Um where you're on, like, it just drops you into a map. It's very much a PS1-style game where it would drop you into a map. You have to solve the map. Uh, collect some coins, kill some enemies. Your gun is a frog that the tongue pops out, and you can, like, use it to platform or to, uh, like, grab enemies and throw them. Um, this game very much feels like an old PS1-style game. Uh, Azure Striker Gunvolt 3. I mean, we all know what those are. Those are the Mega Man X clones from Inti Creates. It's still good. Uh, Afterwave Downfall is a game where it's like a horde game where you're in like a little boat and it's almost like a shmup where you're going forward shooting enemies. It's not great. 
Uh, Giga Apocalypse is a sounds cool. Like you pick a kaiju and then it moves left to right, and you use a the analog stick to point and tell it what to attack, and then you can use special powers. But it's a constantly moving game, so it's almost like a runner. Um, so there's like a lot of things you can do to like upgrade and. It's I don't know, it's a weird game. I didn't care for it. It's kind of slow. Uh and then the Thunderbolt collection is a shmup from this the Nintendo and Super Nintendo era. It's the latest from the Cubide Classics. It's fine. It's a shmup. Um speaking of shmups, I also played through Gunbird. This Gunbird still rules. And then like Ryan, I played a bunch of Power Wash Simulator cuz that's my shut my brain off. And just wash shit game. And it's, yep. pretty, it's pretty great. And I think that's it. Of course, played Overwatch. But... Alright, so let's talk about what's coming out this week. August is a big month, but there's a lot of slow weeks leading up to the, the big games. This week is another kind of slow week. We've got Two Point Campus. Uh, these are the Xbox Series X, PS5 games. Two Point Campus, uh, coming to Game Pass. We've also got Arcade Paradise. Uh, as Anthony mentioned, Cult of the Lamb is out on the 11th. Uh, Rumbleverse. Remember that game before Multiverses took the air out of the room on that one? That's the Iron Galaxy, like, Battle Royale fighting game? That's out this week. And then Voyage. PlayStation 5, much of the same, but also Classic Racers Elite. And then we'll move over to PS4 and Xbox One. Also light this week, mostly the same stuff, but we're also getting Super Bullet Break uh, on PlayStation and on Xbox. Nothing, it's all the same stuff. Not a ton coming out this week. I think two when Two Point Campus is your big release for the week, it's it's a light week. Uh, so we're gonna move over to the Switch. All right, lots of games over here. Uh, Monster Destroyer, Tyrant's Blessing, uh, Two Point Campus also coming to Switch. Book Quest, Cleo, A Pirate's Tale, Lost in Play. Uh, Arcade Paradise, Cat Slide Tiles, uh, Call to the Lamb also coming to Switch. Japanese Nekosama Escape the Sento. Uh, there are like 10 Jeopardy games coming to the Switch this week. Jeopardy Play Show. Okay. Uh, yeah, like Best of the 1980s, Captain's Classics, College Championship, like there's a bunch of these. And they're all separate games? Yes, all separate games. Strange. Uh, Last Threshold, Sengoku Princess, oh boy, this is a long title, Shin-chan, Me and the Professor on Summer Vacation, The Endless Seven-Day Journey. That's Based one. off of Crayon, crayon Shin-chan, yeah. That is, that is one title. Uh, Sakura MMO, and that's it. That's your releases for the week, it's a... Uh, it's a light one. Alright. Let me pull up my news file. Uh, I have all the details about the Pokemon presentation. If you want me to go through any of them, this is for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. 
Uh, Pokemon World Championships will be held on August 18th through the 21st. Uh, Pokemon Go is running an event in Sapporo, Japan, featuring Ultra Beasts. And the Pokemon Go Fest finale is on August 27th. Uh, Pokemon Unite first anniversary event details. Uh, while the Pika Party event is coming, all Pokemon and Wild players. Uh, Buzzwall is also making it on time. August 3rd events coming in September. Pokemon Masters EX is celebrating its third anniversary with some events. The Trainer Lodge, a big content update, is arriving in August. Mewtwo is returning to the Pokemon Cafe. I don't... Oh, this is so many words, I don't understand. Uh, new trailer for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Uh, legendaries were front and center will function as mounts that can fly, sail, and run around and drive. Yeah, it's funny because they look like motorcycles, but then they still run with their... Legs. Yeah. Just like, but why? But whatever. Uh, multiplayer was a huge focus of the trailer, as is as was in-game lore. Um, treasure hunt event and new treasure-like form of Pokemon, uh, and a new Pikachu distribution event is confirmed. So, yeah, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet coming this fall. Uh, Xbox Series X and S both got. New tools, as they call it on the internet this week, uh, to unlock more power in the Series S. I think that the hardware team say they freed up about like a few hundred megabytes of memory for the Series S and the newest GDK, so games can now run better. Boy, if you didn't hate Square Enix for what they did to Tomb Raider, you might hate them after you hear this. So, you know Tomb Raider's 25th anniversary was this year. Um... It felt kind of weird that it came and went and, like, Crystal Dynamics was celebrating it and Square Enix was talking about it. And, like, then we didn't get any announcements. Well, what happened was, according to a rumor I saw this morning, there was a remake of the first Tomb Raider rebuilt in the new Tomb Raider engine that was supposed to come out and Square Enix canceled it. So... There's Nothing a, can dis, disappoint me with that company anymore, because it's just like, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I mean... Nope. Uh, Multiverses Season 1 has been delayed. Um, they're having some issues uh, with some things, so they're going to push it back. They are going to allow the Battle Pass to continue. Also, in Season 1, obviously, Rick and Morty are new characters. They're bringing new outfits, including the Valkyrie outfit for Bugs Bunny. That's pretty cool. Also, they're bringing a standard arcade mode. So, that's the game I played this week. I totally forgot to mention that. That game is good. That game is solid, dude. I and I was doing really well. So I I, I tried out some of the free characters. I did unlock Wonder Woman. Uh, I'm thinking Finn from Adventure Time is probably one of my favorite characters in that game. That game is a hell of a lot better than it has any right to be. Yeah, no, no, that's 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 a legit fighting game. I I was pleasantly surprised. I'm going to continue playing some more of it. Yeah, so they've got an arcade mode coming in. They've got some cool cosmetics coming in. I hope that game continues to go for a while because it's pretty good. My question is, will it? Because it is Warner Brothers. According to so yeah, if you haven't heard, Warner Brothers is kind of getting gutted right now. Um, from what I hear, that one is safe. Which, okay. 
it's weird that they cancel Batman, but somehow this or Batwoman, but the um the Flash movie is safe. I don't I don't understand. I can't believe they're still doing that. Yeah, that. I mean, Ezra, is, a, is, mm. Ezra, Ezra Miller is currently on the run. I don't think so. I think there's a Did warrant they... or something. I don't know. Well, I mean, if he were to ever be spotted by a police officer, they would probably arrest him, right? Uh, yes. If he has a warrant out for his arrest, that means he's, quote, on the run. Ezra is a weird individual. I cannot believe that they're going to continue with that movie. Yeah. I'm sad because did you see the screenshot from the Batgirl movie uh, where she yeah, runs saw, into Keaton? I saw Keaton in it, yeah. Uh, he went and filmed all these, and now, like, what the fuck? Man. <sighs> Makes me sad. Hopefully he got paid up front. I'm sure he still got paid. Absolutely. Oh, I'm sure he paid. did. He's Michael Keaton. Yeah, he's Michael fucking Keaton, man. Come on. All right. Uh, this next news story is all Wombat. So the AEW game was announced. It's coming from THQ Nordic. There's some screenshots, a little bit of video out there. What do you think? Uh, yes, yeah, so it, um, it looks... Uh, it Obviously, it doesn't have the production value of the, the WWE sure, stuff. Sure. Um, but it, it looks like it plays more like the uh, N64 wrestling games, which I'm all about. Um, the, uh, uh, director of the game is the director from No Mercy. Um, so that obviously gives me a lot of confidence, you know, animation wise, graphically, it doesn't look all that great. Um, it's still early, but, um, as long as it plays like those N64 games, I'm, I'm all in. Yeah. We should be told, I saw screenshots of the last game that didn't look too hot either. The last what game? WWE? The last WWE game. Yeah, I mean it, it looked okay. Um the um I I I do there's I, I go back and forth. Hopefully the game plays well. Um and it's you know worth cuz they they have um uh so just to give everybody some background, right? AEW has been around since 2019. Um it's owned by the Khan family. Uh, and uh, who also owns the Jacksonville Jaguars and uh, uh, Shad Khan? I think, I think yeah. yeah, I think Fulham uh, Football Club. Um, and uh, the promotion itself um, has done very well on television. Um, it's consistently number one or number two on the night that it's on. Uh, and the the word financially has been that the company itself would be making money, uh, profitable. Uh, but they sunk a lot of money into this games division. Um, and so I hope that the game comes out and sells well enough and is good enough to have been worth that investment. Um, because I do feel like they're probably, uh, even though, you know, the game came out several years ahead of time, I do feel like there probably would have been an opportunity for them to work with Spike, uh, on some AEW specific DLC for Fire Pro Wrestling. Um, that may have been a sort of a cheaper way to get into the game, uh, market before, um, uh, they had, you know, the financial resources to sort of build something like this. Um, but my hope instead is that this game is really good, plays well, and that, uh, it not only gets people into, you know, buying the game, but also hopefully the game gets people into the product, 
uh, if it's good enough and it plays like the N64 wrestling games. So uh, it seems like AEW is pretty popular and a lot of the fans of the AEW wrestling in general are usually gamers. So I agree. Yeah, it's def- there's definitely a nice intersection there. Um, yeah. WWE obviously has a lot more viewers. Um, Dynamite, which is the flagship AEW show, averages somewhere between 900,000 and a million viewers a week. Um, and, you know, Raw averages, WWE Raw averages between probably 1.7 and 2 million. Um, and uh, SmackDown, because it's on network TV, is usually between 2 and 2 and a quarter. Um, so there's obviously a lot more people that watch WWE and a lot of people that watch exclusively WWE. Um, but I think you're right, Drew, the... The segment that watches AEW also tends to be the more sort of hardcore wrestling fan. Um, those folks are generally very financially supportive um, and uh, also are tend to also be big gamers. So yeah. um, especially since a lot of the um, workers there at AEW are big gamers. Uh, and Kenny Omega, yeah, Kenny Omega is a huge uh, huge gamer, huge in the fighting game community, is very uh, involved in, um, uh, was very involved in the, the uh, Street Fighter online community, and uh, he's a big gamer, and I know he's sort of uh, the, the EVP there that's kind of in, in charge of um, the direction on this game, and I, th- I believe it was his sort of direction that led them to get um, the game director from No Mercy uh, to, to work with Ukes on this, uh, this new game. So, uh, we'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. Everything except for sort of the, the visuals, um, looks very promising. The visuals, obviously, um, if they, if this one does well, they'll be able to improve the production value by the next one. But, um, it looks like an arcadey fun wrestling game. And, uh, we've been lacking one of those for a while. So, uh, I'm looking forward to it a lot. And it's got the, um, it's interesting because it's got the, I don't know what you call it. I'm sure there's a name for it in the fighting game community. Um, but you know how in Street Fighter 4 and probably 5, although I haven't played 5, um, there's almost like a, um, there's like almost a pause when a move makes impact. Um, mm, yeah. And it's got that built into it as well. Um, yeah, it's so, like a it's like a uh, hit confirm kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think it looks um, I think it looks pretty cool. I'm I'm looking forward to it for sure. If nothing else, I'm looking forward to it because uh, I'm sure that there'll be um, uh, I mean the, the 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 wrestler roster will be really good. Um, and they've already said basically that um, it's going to be very casual friendly. So. Um, you don't have to know eight million button conversa- uh, combinations to be able to do the moves. It'll be again much more like No Mercy or, or uh, WCW Revenge. So definitely looking forward to it. Yep. Does the ECW still exist? No. Um, so ECW obviously got bought by WWE uh, right after actually WCW was bought by WWE. That was two thousand one. Um, they. WWE in 2006 um, brought it back as sort of a minor league promotion, kind of a feeder ground um, Mm -hmm. for some of their younger talent. That got replaced with NXT in, I think, 2012 or 2013. Um, 
And so, yeah, ECW really hasn't existed since 2011, 2012, somewhere in that time sure. frame. I remember when they brought it back, I was watching a little bit of it with my dad. I remember he, he would watch the, the, you know, raw and stuff like that. Um, and I remember ECW and the only thing I remember from the, the, from watching my time with ECW was like one of the popular guys was a guy who would beat you with a fucking stick. Yep. Uh, so Sandman, um, probably is who you're talking about, who always carried a kendo stick, um, known, uh, for coming out to, so in the original ECW, not the WWE ECW cause they wouldn't pay for the rights, but in the original ECW known for coming out to enter Sandman by Metallica, and his entrance lasting longer than his matches most of the time because he would just wander around the crowd drinking beer and uh, smashing the beer cans on his forehead um, to the point that almost always by the time the match started, he was bleeding from the forehead because he had smashed the beer can across his forehead. So I guess that's why it's extreme. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, ECW I, I, was something else. Yeah, I remember that. Um like I said, I, I haven't watched wrestling in years. Uh, the last time I was watching it, John Cena was still relatively new. And I remember like, every week they would always have, uh, uh, what was his name? Carlito was always there. Oh, yeah. He's he also, he's been gone for a long time too. Mostly, uh, I think wrestling for his dad's promotion in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah, that I, was. I would recommend, you know, um, and I say this to a lot of folks who've kind of lapsed from the business. Uh, I would recommend just watching uh, AEW Dynamite one week and just seeing if you can get into it again because the product over there is so much better than what WWE has been putting out there. Now, since Vince McMahon has left, um, the – Who's uh, taken over that? So his duties kind of got – split up um stephanie mcmahon and nick khan not related to the other cons i talked about before um are kind of co-ceos at this point uh and triple h has taken over as the director of talent relations and also head of creative so um the uh which he ran uh nxt their feeder system for a long time um so there's a lot of optimism uh from folks now that vince is gone um which all I have to say about that is Vince has gone probably 15 years too late. Um, he should have been gone a long time ago. His yeah. uh, his ideas were way outdated in addition to the fact that he's just kind of a shitty human being. Um, <laughs> but um, we'll see. I, it's going to be – I think it's going to be a long haul for um, yeah. Triple H to be able to change anything fundamentally about their culture there and sort of the um, – not just the creative culture, but also sort of the winner writes the history culture. I mean, he just did an interview after, uh, and again, th there's a lot to, to unpack here. In addition to the fact that he's basically where he is in his career, thanks to Vince McMahon. You also have to remember that his wife is Stephanie McMahon, so Vince is his father-in-law. Um, but he's done some interviews since that haven't necessarily convinced me that he's learned the lessons that he should have learned. Um and that the company will be in a much different position uh, moving forward. He's, you know, still out there telling lies about how the wrestling business was only in smoky bars before Vince took over and made it national, which is just completely untrue. Um, but um, I don't know. We'll see. He's already convinced some wrestlers who had either left or been fired to come back. Um, so we'll see if he can turn things around. But in the interim, uh, AEW is 
puts on an, an excellent show literally every week. Um, so I, I've yet to see one of their and, episodes of Dynamite that isn't at least competent. And I uh, haven't, I haven't okay. heard other than one specific wrestler, uh, talk sh- and anyone talk shit about AEW's management. Oh no. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's been, so there were a couple, um, there were a couple, uh, um, especially early on, um, company or wrestlers within the, the company, especially black wrestlers in the company that had left and had some extremely valid criticisms about, um, the lack of diversity, uh, on the roster and, uh, how the, few black wrestlers that they had weren't being used to their fullest extent. Um, I do think that criticism has been heard and understood at this point. They've, I think, made some steps to um, uh, to rectify some of that. But to be honest, the the entire wrestling business has a um, a really poor history of um, giving equal representation to black wrestlers, and um, it's really only something that within the last I'll say five or ten years, there's really been a significant amount of progress towards. So um, some valid criticisms, especially early on. There's been some criticism recently of their talent relations department not doing enough to reach out to people and talk to people, especially, you know, letting people's contracts expire without really talking to them and telling them they were going to let their contracts expire. Um, And so they did just put out a notice that they've beefed up the talent relations department in response to some of those criticisms. So it, it all feels, and I, I've heard, you know, I've heard generalized complaints like that um, for sure. Um, but it all feels like growing pains sort of stuff. Rather yeah. Some than of that's like, definitely true. Like the man at the top of the tower who controls everything is being shitty again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think there's, yeah, I, I think that's, that's fair. Uh, there's, I, I don't think there's a whole lot of people that think Tony Khan's a shitty guy, uh, unlike with Vince, where almost everybody thought he was a shitty guy. Um, but what I what I do think the is, is persistent um, is that he has way too much on his plate uh, because he runs Fulham, uh, he runs uh, something for the Jaguars. I don't remember what it is. And he has all of AEW, and now he has all of ROH on his plate as well. So. Um, he needs to do a better job of delegating, I think is pretty clear, which it sounds like they've started to do. So, uh, you're right. I think growing pains is a big part of it. Um, and then some of the diversity stuff I think is, um, probably more ignorance than, um, uh, malice. Um, but the, the outcome's the same. So I'm, I'm pleased that they've done some work in that area. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's your wrestling tangent. That's your fault, Ken, for asking that question. Well, real, real, real quick before we move on, I have two questions for Ryan. Uh, the first one being, uh, if I were to sit down and watch an episode of Dynamite, would I yeah. actually understand any of it? Uh, you'd be, you'd be, you'd be able to get up to speed pretty quick, I think. Okay. Uh, All right. The, um, I mean, yeah, especially. So what, what may be. What may be best, Drew, is they have um, what is traditionally one of their biggest pay-per-views of the year coming up uh, Labor Day weekend called uh, All In, mm-hmm. or All Out, sorry, All Out. Um, and um, it may be good to pick up the Dynamite after that, um, so like the Dynamite after Labor Day. But if you wanted to watch between now and then, 
you'd you'd pick up on what's happening pretty quick. And where wrestling is kind of built like that, huh? Uh, it's on TBS every Wednesday night at eight o'clock. Wednesday at eight o'clock on TBS. Yep. And okay. you can watch old episodes on TBS on demand. Man, I guess, but but it's going to cut into Drew's Paw Patrol time. <laughs> yeah, man. I got to see what's going on with Chase. Yeah, no, I think, um, and they've got they've got a lot of guys out right now hurt um, that that should be due back towards the end of the year. Uh, the two biggest ones being Kenny Omega, who's God, he was working hurt for a long time and basically had surgery on at least one of his shoulders, maybe both, um, <clears throat> and also uh, had a hernia fixed and also had something done to one of his knees. I think basically all at the same time, so he's yes. out and uh, due back. Probably be- between sometime in the next thirty days, and then CM Punk oh. shattered his foot, and so CM Punk Jesus. is also due back probably in the next thirty days or so. How how old is um not CM Punk um oh my Kenny Omega because he was doing uh, New Japan wasn't he? Yeah, I think he's thirty seven, thirty eight, oh, somewhere in that it feels range. Feels like he's been around forever. Yeah, well, he you know he's been wrestling since he was pretty young. Um, but yeah, I think he's in his late thirties. Uh, punk is, I think 41 or 42. Hey, Ric Flair just so. had his final match. So, uh-huh. Yeah. So Kenny Omega is 38, by the way. Okay. Wow. So is so. Kenny Omega like the, the champion currently? No. Um, so currently CM Punk is actually the champion, but because he's hurt, they actually have an interim world champion, uh, who is John Moxley, uh, who you may or may not recognize used to wrestle for the WWE as Dean Ambrose. Um, okay, I know Dean Ambrose, yeah. Yeah, so John Moxley um, is the name that he worked as before he went to WWE. He's their interim world champion currently. Gotcha. Well, you should see more of this game on Friday uh, during the THQ Nordic presentation. Yeah, you saw, though, that that leaked ahead of time, right? Yeah, but I'm sure they'll give you more details on Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I don't know how much more video we'll get, but I'm sure we'll get more details. Yep. Uh, moving on. I should have done this with the Tomb Raider news, but uh, the script for the new Tomb Raider that Crystal Dynamics is working on has leaked. Um, and according to this, it's going to have uh, other Tomb Raiders, so like she'll have a team. Uh, also, the game will be taking place when you know she's established, which is good because now we've had three Origin games. It's time for her to just be a Tomb Raider. So, your so team. that's actually still happening, though? I, well, they sold them. You remember that, right? They sold Crystal Dynamics? Yeah, Crystal Dynamics yeah. and the Tomb Raider IP is now under Embracer Group. So Square Enix sold that. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, Square Enix sold all of their Western IP to Embracer Group for, like, nothing. Except for one thing. that I ca- Oh, uh, Life is Strange, they kept. Ah, uh, well, there is that. Gotcha. Stir. Um, I hope it's Camilla Ludington returning as Lara Croft. It was funny because I think the story that came out of this that I saw on Twitter, which this is Twitter for you, was the fact that she's she's kissing ladies. Like that was the big point. Oh, out. I really hope Camilla Ludington comes back as Lara Croft because that's that's who they designed it after. Oh well, oh. don't calm down. Uh, <laughs> hey, I, I'm allowed to get excited. She's hot in real life, all right? I'm aware. Damn. Calm down. Calm down, boy. I'm going to put you in horny jail on the internet. Put some ice water on him. Yeah. 
Unfortunately, it's set. This is the final day of Evo, so this is the day like all the big announcements are going to happen. Um, the only big announcement we got so far out of Evo, at least that I think is big, is that Arcade One Up has announced they they freed Marvel vs. Capcom Two. They're making a cabinet for Marvel Capcom Two, and it's got like eight games on it or something like that. Really? Yeah, it's got all the versus games. Uh, I think it's got War of the Gems. Yeah, War of the Gems from Marvel vs. Superheroes. I like I don't remember exactly all the games that are on it. I should probably pull that up, huh? MVC two arcade one up cabinets. Da, 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 da. Marvel vs. Capcom two. Here we go. Marvel vs. Capcom 2, Marvel vs. Capcom, Marvel Super Heroes vs. Street Fighter, X-Men vs. Street Fighter, Marvel Super Heroes, X-Men, Children of the Atom, X-Men, Mutant Apocalypse, and Marvel Super Heroes and War of the Gems. Those are all the games on the cabinet. Okay. Bet that motherfucker gonna be like... It's also got Wi-Fi online play. What? Yeah. I bet that bitch is gonna be like $800. Would they ever release a compilation? Uh, that was the big thing that went out this week. Is like people are like, "Why can we not just get these own?" Because con- let's be fair, this is the first time Marvel vs. Capcom Two has been available since the goddamn Xbox and PS Two. No, yeah. no, no, three sixty. Yeah, on three sixty, you could buy it on uh, on the XBLA. Yeah. Mm, are you sure that you're talking about Origins, right? No, Marvel vs. Capcom Two. Was on Xbox 360, I know for a fact. Hold on. Do not tell me my business, Devil Woman. I'm checking. I think you're wrong. I fucking had it. <laughs> Platforms, Xbox 360. I'm telling you, it's on Hold there, on, yeah. hold on, hold on. Xbox Live Arcade, July 29th, 2009, PlayStation Network, August 13th, 2009, iOS, April 25th, 2012. I mean, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Jesus, calm down. I'm going to throw you in a different jail. Well, don't be sad. I just, I remember Marvel vs. Capcom. Don't fight Drew on this! (laughs) I remember Marvel vs. Capcom Origins did did not have MVC2, and that's what I thought you were referring to. I did not remember them actually releasing this on. But still, Drew, what was that date, Anthony? What date did you say it came out? Does it, it doesn't matter. That wasn't the argument, nine. Ken. No, but answer my question. What date did it come out? It wasn't the point. You said it didn't come out. Oh my god, to, could somebody I just said, fucking tell me? I'm not arguing. I just said I was 2009. wrong. 2009. That was 13 fucking years ago. That's a long time. And you can't buy it. You weren't fucking. We weren't fighting over that. No, it's, it has been delisted. Yeah, that's that was my point, is that it's not been available. Jesus, I don't care if I'm... Can we download that? Uh, here's the problem with downloading shit on Xbox 360, is if it's good delisted... Good luck finding it. Good luck finding it, because it's not... It just says, item unavailable. And you have it's to click into in it ass. to see if you if it's that game. So you there's no way for you to tell if you own it. Uh, you just have to go through your list and click all the this item is not available and see if it's the game. You have to do that online, like on a computer? Or no, do you, do you have to do your... that on a 360. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a 360. Then you can't play it because you can't play it on Xbox One. 
So that was never backwards compatible on this one? No! Well, it, then I'll never be able to play it again then. Yeah, I just play it on the Dreamcast. That's where I play it. But anyway, they're making an arcade cabinet. Um, but yeah, people are like, why can't you just like re-license this and put out a compilation and like just release it? Dude, if they put out this compilation that's in this arcade cabinet and sold it for like 50 bucks, it would sell so Wait, fucking do you And do add you, rollback on it? Yeah. Do you want the answer though? So they could sell you a three thousand dollar cabinet. Ah, uh, the cabinet will be more than eight. You know what I mean, though. Yeah, no, it's, it's still expensive. I think. They haven't announced still, price yet. It's oh, still I thought, I, I, thought I saw that it was going to be six ninety nine. Maybe no. that was somebody guessing. Uh, pre-order starts September eighth, and it ships a few weeks after that, and they'll tell you then how much it's going to cost. It's so they can sell you the the cabinet that's made out of like IKEA parts. Um. The riser that you need for it because you want to play it at a normal human height. Um, and then the seat that goes along with it, of course, but you're going to need two because there's going to be two controllers or uh, two, uh, joysticks or whatever on it. So like, yeah, they want to sell you crap. And that's the reason why it won't be, uh, put out as a collection. Well, I have one of those cabinets and you definitely either need a riser or a chair for sure. Because if you try to play it at the height that it comes in the box at, <laughs> good luck with that. Which one did you have, the Mortal Kombat one? Yeah, I got the Mortal Kombat one. Oh, sorry, something was itching in my ear. All right. Uh, so I'm excited to see what's going to be announced tonight um, at the Evo Finals. You know what the final game is this year? Like the headline no. game? No. Guilty Gear. Oh. Good for Guilty Gear. Yeah. yeah. It's uh today's finals are King of Fighters and then Tekken and then Street Fighter and then Guilty Gear Guilty is the headline. Gear. Yep. Interesting. Guilty Gear taking over Street Fighter. Well, I mean Street Fighter Five has always been kinda eh, you know. Now Do they still do Street Fighter Four there? Uh I don't think so. I didn't see it in the schedule. Um I know Skullgirls was there, Mortal Kombat was there. What else was there? I don't remember. I mean, like, officially there. Like, there's a ton yeah. of games that are there, but... Yeah, Guilty Gear's the headline tonight. I'm interested to see if we'll get some Tekken announcements, some Street Fighter announcements. I don't know. I don't know what's there. Will, will we hear anything out of NetherRealm? No. Ed Boon tweeted that. He said, we're not talking this year. Gotcha. I don't know what's going on over there, man. I... <laughs> Have they put a hold on anything? I mean, like, do you think they're even working on anything? Right they're now? working on Mortal Kombat because here's their thought: is like, if we get sold, that's the game people want, right? Sure. And we can't watch Warner Brothers doesn't let them leave with that license. NetherRealm owns that license. Yeah. They, yeah, they right now sure. they're owned by Warner Brothers. No, no, no. Not. They they own the IP. That company owns the IP. They kept that when they transferred from midway so oh, okay they own that so if that studio goes they 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 take it with them mortal Kombat comes with us yeah if like if ed boone left nether realm he could go work somewhere else that's not mortal Kombat. like you could do it that way i understand that i yeah. just didn't know if that was part of the agreement when they were bought by warner no I, i'm pretty sure nether realm just straight out owns the mortal Kombat ip all right um yeah i don't know with all that Warner Brothers shit that happened this past week, do they sell off all their game shit? I don't 
know. I mean, you would think the Warner Brothers or, or whoever owns them would be like, you know what? The Mortal Kombat makes us a lot of money. Mortal Kombat's probably the biggest selling fucking fighting game, period, right? Like, money-wise? Probably. It's gotta be. I don't know. Uh, NT Creates announced their new game, Grim Guardians, which is their take on Castlevania, it appears. Looks good. Uh, Square announces Tactics Ogre Reborn for all current and major consoles. Oh, wait, no. It's not on Xbox. So that's not a major console. No, it's not. It's it's a minor console. Yeah. So, yeah. New Tactics Ogre Reborn. So basically almost everything from that NVIDIA leak a while back has come true. I think the only big thing still left on it is the Final Fantasy IX remake. Honestly, I'm still kind of pissed that the Mega Man Battle Network stuff's not coming to Xbox. I'm pissed about that too because I have all of the collections on Xbox. I can't. I can't uh, figure Switch, that out. So. I'll be buying that both on PS4 and Switch. I mean, that's the thing. Is like I really, really want to play those games because I remember playing them when I was a kid. And I mean, all my stuff is on my Xbox. That's what I want to play it on. Yeah, I mean, me I can, too. I could break out my PS4, but I, I don't know. I just like, I don't ever boot that freaking thing up anymore. Yeah, my PS5's got some dust on it. I can't wait for God of War. I really want to play God of War. Yeah, that's that's probably the next thing I'll play on my PlayStation. Well, with the exception of Persona Ultimax, because I have to review that now. <laughs> Check out that rollback. Um, uh, Tencent is wanting more stake in Ubisoft, so maybe that's who buys Ubisoft. I would, if I was Ubisoft, I'd be throwing my arms up and going, just take us, just take us, please. Here's a weird one. Um, We all joke about it, we all know it, but, you know, cock media, coke media, however you say it. Yeah, they're changing their name. They changed their name to something that it's... them. I don't, I didn't know how to pronounce it because the way it's spelled. But it's, the new company's called PlayOn. It's P-L-A-Y-O-N. I was Very like, smart of them. But, but at the same time, I'm like, why change your confusing name to a confusing spelled name? You know why? Because fuck you, that's why? No. Because, <laughs> because they don't want to be, like, um, with the name uh, Coke Media, they didn't want to be related to the brothers. They're uh, not related that's to true. The, yeah, yeah. the Coke brothers at all. And so it makes complete sense. They're like, yeah, fuck this. We're not part of that family. We don't want anything to do with them. We're done. Is it Coke Brothers? Billionaires, I don't know. Billionaires. Yeah, um, billionaire arch conservatives. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Game Pass. What it, oh, go ahead. What? Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I think there's like oil. They're frackers, essentially. Okay. Uh, Game Pass is currently testing a family plan in Colombia and Ireland. Uh, people did the research, did the math. According to what they found out, it looks like it's going to be twenty four ninety nine a month for up to five total people. So you could buy it and share it with four other accounts. That's kind of bananas. Yeah, very weird testing markets, but 
I'm not complaining. It's not like, oh, how dare they? It's just what a, I've never, I don't think I've ever heard of those two being like test markets for that type of thing. Maybe they're, if I'm wrong, but wasn't this what they were originally planning with the Xbox One? Yeah, so essentially, you know, you can just like share all your games or whatever. Yeah. That kind of thing. This is essentially that, I guess, but it's only for Game Pass. So mm-hmm. technically, Drew, you could buy twenty four ninety nine a month and then share it with four unique Xbox Live accounts. Right. Which is good for a lot of people, especially for like what it says it's for, family plan. You've got multiple Xboxes in your house. Everybody just gets the games. Everybody gets to play online. But you know what people are going to be doing with this is they're going to they're going to pull their money, and you know, hey Drew, pay twenty four ninety nine. I'll send you seven bucks. You know that kind of thing. Right. So. Well, that's that's technically allowed. They don't have anything in their contract that says as long as they're in the same country as you. Yes, as long as they're in the same country you can do it. And what's funny is like people out there like, how are they doing this? People like anytime you think you got away with something you just got marketed to. I'm going to tell you that. Like that whole dollar for Game Pass thing. People are like, I only paid a dollar to convert my Game Pass. I'm like, yeah but you converted it for like three years. So Microsoft's like, gotcha bitch. Gotcha for three years. Yeah. I mean, I know you think you got away with something, but you really didn't. So Microsoft. Man, I was going to pay for it anyway, so I just spent a dollar. Exactly. That's my point. Is like people are like, oh, me and four buddies are going to pull in and subscribe to Game Pass for six years for all six of us. And Microsoft's like, fucking cool. Yeah, we still get your money. Yeah, we've got your money for the next six years or whatever. So you didn't. You didn't get away with anything. They, they're just testing this. They haven't announced this is coming. Or no, anything like that, right? no. This is this is just in a preview. So I'd assume gotcha. we probably see something maybe by the end of the year. I don't know. It'd be a good thing to announce right yeah. before you know the holiday sales. Right. Um, Nintendo has confirmed that they've sold 111 million switches. Well, switches. We are approaching the 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 threshold, the PlayStation 2, the king of the castle. It's at 150. Does the Switch make it to 150? How many did they sell of the Wii? <sighs> the Wii was just over 100 million, I think. Yeah. Let me see here. I mean, that's still the best-selling console. No, it's PS2. Is it PS2? I thought PS2. the Wii surpassed it. PS2 is number one at 155 million. The Nintendo DS right behind it at 154. Game Boy and Game Boy Color at 118. PlayStation 4 at 117. Nintendo Switch now at number five with 111. The original PlayStation, I haven't even got to the Wii yet. The original PlayStation is 102 million. And then there's the Wii at 101. Those are all the Damn. systems that are over 100 million. I think gotcha. the Wii was the fastest selling at one point. Yes. Yeah. And I think the Wii Sports Resort was like the best selling game. It's either that no, or Mario. Wii, 3. It's Wii Sports technically because um Is it or Wii Sports? Was, yeah, because it was included in the Wii's. That's right. Uh, I think it's either that or Mario 3. Let me double check that. Well, sometimes they fuck it up and they put Tetris in there, but then they don't list what version of Tetris. Minecraft is number one. Yeah, Minecraft's number one. GTA 5 is number two. Five. <laughs> of course. And then EA Tetris. They specifically say yeah. it's Tetris EA. 100 that's million mobile. copies of Tetris. 
hundred million. The EA Tetris. No Minecraft less. has sold two hundred and thirty-eight million copies. Not surprising. So think about uh, this Sports. for a second. Microsoft owns the best-selling game franchise of all time. <laughs> yeah, technically, yeah. Technically, yes, but I, I, I mean, the best-selling game of all time. You see, franchise. I think franchise is either Pokemon or Minecraft. It's one of those two. I think it's be, Pokemon. Would it be Pokemon over Minecraft? Uh, that's the question. Oh no, it's Mario. Mario's Mario, number one. Seven hundred around so long. Seven, 760 million games sold. Then it's Tetris at 495 million. I mean, both of those make sense to me because Pokemon is just, yeah. Uh, Pokemon is 440 million. Call of Duty, 425 million. (laughs) Grand Theft Auto, 375 million. And then one that I didn't expect but should have known better. If I was going to name a sports game... Madden. FIFA. 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 That's right, FIFA. 325 million, and then it's Minecraft at 238. All right, I'm going to, Anthony, I know you're looking at it, but Ryan and and Drew, you know the top four games. What do you think number five is? You'll never guess it. All right, so, all right, top four Minecraft, Minecraft, GTA GTA 5, Tetris, Wii Sports. What's number five? You'll never guess it. Yeah, yeah, no. You'll never guess this. Is it like some bullshit silverware game? Uh, no. no. Well, hold on now. <laughs> take a guess. Just uh, take a guess. Can I give them at least a hint? I gave them a hint. They'd never guess it. That's a big hint. That way you know it's not Mario. Not, it's not something you've heard it's of. It's not that much of a hint. You, okay, you've heard of it, but you would never guess it sold this many copies. Yeah. Would it be something that was on the Wii? I'm not going to answer that because I think that gives away too much. Is it fucking Carnival Games? No. No, 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 no. Other other direction. You know what's funny, Drew, is it was on mute, and I said Carnival Games. Oh, Uh, shit, no. Why didn't nobody respond to me, and then I realized I was on mute? No. Um, Hmm. I was shocked when I saw this. Think multiplayer, guys. Yeah, think multiplayer. multiplayer. That's your only clue. It was my hint. Platoon. No. No, that can't be it. It hasn't been out long. It's not Overwatch. And we're just talking about single games. Is it Overwatch? No. No. Um... Smash Brothers. No. No. Stop thinking big franchises. Yeah. Literally, you... World of Warcraft. You just, Stop that's a big thinking franchise. big franchises. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't Am know. I nothing to you? What, is, what the fuck is a, is a, is a multiplayer, multiplayer game that's not a game. big franchise? This is a big franchise, but it's not something you're going to think of. It has one game in the franchise. Yeah, there's literally <laughs> one game. Oh, fucking Roblox? No. No, but that's that's... That's, that's free. That's why it doesn't count. Yeah, that's, that's also free. Count. Yeah, you uh, have to. You actually have to pay for this game. You have to pay for this game. Yes. Yes. You have played this game, Drew. I have played this game. Yes. Hmm. Paul we were fucking playing this. <laughs> Paul Patrol. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Um. Fuck. I don't know. I don't know. PUBG. Really? Wow. 75 really? million copies. PUBG is above Super Mario Brothers. Shit. Yeah. No, I'm I, wondering I, if that I can't believe that. Mobile. Mobile's right? free, though, right? 
I don't know. Fuck yeah, don't yeah, know. you can play on mobile for free. I'm yeah. wondering if they count any purchase though on a mo- on mobile. That could be the know. case. Any purchase because like 75 million on PCs. I... It's on Xbox and PlayStation. Or no, it's on yeah, it's on Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah, Xbox. That's right. That's yeah, still... we played it on Xbox. Man. Yeah, I know it's on Xbox, but I think it okay. came to PlayStation as well. Probably. Yeah. PUBG, really? PUBG, dude. Above Super Mario Brothers, above Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, above Pokemon Red, Green, Blue, and Yellow combined. That's, I mean, it's because of this, it's, it's the Twitch stuff, man. I mean, it was like, you know, I'm surprised Fortnite was. Fortnite's free, it's but free. I, I would be like, yeah. if Fortnite was being and charged, then, and then it, it gets, would be higher than that. We have another weird entry where I'm just like, I guess it's Terraria at number nine. That doesn't shock me. Terraria's huge. Is it? Okay. Yeah, Terraria is yeah. big time. Yeah, that's like a mini Minecraft. Yeah. I'm. There's some games on here that are pretty, excuse me, recent. <laughs> that Human Fall Flat is tied with Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Diablo 3, and Elder Scrolls 5 at number That annoys 20. the shit out of me. <laughs> dude, kids love Human Fall Flat, dude. I know, <laughs> but damn, man. I mean, like, think about the, like, the quality of Diablo 3 versus... Fucking jiggle physics. I, you know, new games on here are the things that get me. Like The Witcher 3, that's already on here. That's at number 14. I mean, that was a big, big game. I forgot Connect Adventures was... Fucking Duck Hunt is on here. That's great. I love that. I mean, that was sold with every damn copy of a a Nintendo. It's it's crazy to look at. Like, you, you don't even know. Like, when you think about, like, oh, what's the best-selling game of all time? Like, you have no fucking clue. Like, some of these games that sell monstrous copies. It's crazy. Most most people would think Pokemon. Pokemon doesn't even show up until number eight. It's wild to me. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. The Switch already has multiple games on here, by the way. The Switch is just a powerhouse. I mean, it's just the, it's the most accessible machine out there. Now... Second story that I have, Nintendo sold 111 million units. Will they reach 150? We don't know. But according to Nintendo, they have said we will not have new hardware this fiscal year. Oh, yes, they will. (laughs) So, I mean, when your system is at 111 million units, do you really need to make a new one? Not particularly. Especially when you're still, you're number one every single month. Why? Would you put out a new system when you... And all these idiots on Twitter arguing Xbox versus PlayStation and Nintendo's just sitting there counting money. Oh, yeah. that's. I mean, Nintendo's just not even in the game. Let's be fair. No. No. They're so far ahead, it's not even funny. They're like... <laughs> they're like in a racing game with no rubber band AI and they've already lapped everybody. Ugh, all right, a couple more news stories. Um... We all knew Marvel was was licensing out some games. We got some rumors here. EA is rumored to be working on a Black Panther game as well as a second single-player Marvel game, which I'm hearing is Iron Man. Mm -hmm. So Black Panther and Iron Man coming from EA games, maybe? I mean, the Iron Man game has to be better than that last one, right? I don't know, man. They made two of those, if you remember. The EA's. best Iron Man game is still the Lego Marvel Heroes. I mean, that's not even that good of a Lego game. <laughs> no, but it makes you feel like Iron up, Man. Wasn't what? there a beat 'em up 
Iron Man game? I mean, he was in, what is it, that Avengers game, right? On the Super Nintendo? Uh, maybe. Um, the ones that, I'm Are you thinking Iron Man and Exo Man of no, War? No, that's not the one I'm thinking of. Oh, that's a no, PlayStation that's, 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 Saturn game. Yeah, it's, and it's not good. No, it's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Who made that game? I'm trying to remember. It was, it's somebody I know, right? Iron Man, Exo, Man of War, and Heavy Metal. No, I don't know them. It's Real Time Associates. Like uh, Acclaim or somebody published that game? Yeah, uh, Acclaim Entertainment, yep. Yeah, Acclaim published a lot of those beat-em-ups. I remember they did the... Which, which, sorry, which beat-em-up are we talking about? Iron Man, Iron Man, XO Man of War. Oh, well, that's because they owned XO Man of War at the time. Uh-huh. Well, they they also owned... They had to have owned, like, uh, the Spider-Man and X-Men franchise, because I had uh, that Spider-Man meets the mm-hmm. X-Men. No, no, no. You know who they, Revenge. When I mean... When I say Acclaim owned, I mean they bought... Valiant Comics and owned Exo Man Award and they owned Turok and uh, Shadow Man, so they they actually owned that character and then they also made games. So you know who Acclaim sure was, right? LJN, mm-hmm. right? LJN, yeah. laughing, joking, numb nuts. Uh, the, the, the thing is, I know they make crappy games. If you ever go back and and watch uh, the gaming historian, he did a whole thing on LJN. It's actually a pretty decent success story. Oh, absolutely! They had so many licenses. Do you know that like Rare made games for them? Fucking mm-hmm. dude, everybody made games for them at one point. Yeah. Oh yeah, Rare made um, Beetlejuice and Warriors, uh, Beetlejuice, and uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Both but Wizards, Wizards and Warriors were published yeah. by Acclaim, and that was rare. Yeah. And it sucks, because I wish those games were in the rare replay. Yeah, no, that's definitely never happening. Those games are hard. Those games are extremely hard. The Game Boy one, I've only ever been able to like finish the first level. Yeah, Sounds I like owned Wizards, the first Wizards and Warriors. I remember playing Wizards and Warriors as a kid. Was this, well, the second one was... Um, was it Daily Towers? Was sword. It... What's that? Iron Sword wasn't the wasn't Iron Sword the second Wizards and Warriors? I think you're right. Yes. What was the name of that game that was it was like a fantasy based game, but it was like a, a scrolling shooter? Where you could play as like a knight or like a dragon. Is that the one where you fight Medusa's head? I can't remember. But it was like a it was like a top bottom to top scrolling shooter where you actually shot like stuff at people but it was fantasy based and it had like like you know anime kind of like art style i mean that's could be a billion schmups i don't on um, was it for genesis no it was well i know it was on nes thalios i mean a screenshot would have been better than that's there. not the one yeah, that's not the one I'm thinking of anyways. No. God damn it. <laughs> Hang on. NES Fantasy. Boy, Googling Felios is not a good idea. Cool. This very uncomfortable image of a woman chained up. Why is everybody going to be so goddamn horny? I don't get it. I don't know either. 
Jesus Christ. Alright, while you're looking for that, I'm going to move on to my last news story. Um, so there was a news report came out this week. Sony, like a bunch of companies made comments about the Microsoft Activision Blizzard. Uh, one of them was from PlayStation who said, Sony is worried because they cannot reproduce a game on the level of Call of Duty. Gotcha. So, um, and they were also concerned that if Microsoft uh, put Call of Duty in Game Pass, that it would change console allegiances for Call of Duty, to which the internet replied, that's the fucking point. <laughs> like Microsoft... King's Knight. King's Knight. You, you yep. pulled it out. All right, let me look up a screenshot. King's Knight. I got a bunch of magic cards. Uh, okay, there it is. King's Knight NES. Oh, wow. That's it, yeah. oh, that, was, that was the one that they played in Final Fantasy XV. They were referencing that old game. King's Knight. It's made by Square. Oh, yep, that, that's what I'm saying. They were playing the mobile phone version in Final Fantasy XV when you stopped to uh, take a break. That was a, a a neighbor of mine on that game, and I played it. Everybody's got a weird NES story about a game they played that nobody's ever heard of. I, I discovered one of mine this weekend when I was digging through some old NES games. It's a game called Robo Warrior, and I owned this game. Make sure that's the right name. Yes. Yeah, it's a Jalico game um, that is similar to like a Bomberman where you're using bombs to move through these trees. And like, I have like clear memories of playing this game constantly. Because it was one of the games that I bought because the cover was rad. It's not a great game. <laughs> yeah. So... Anyway, that's all the news that I have. I do have a couple emails. Um, fuck you, Drew. Swear to God. This what? first email comes from Adam, and it's titled, Paw Patrol, Let's Go. That's right. <laughs> he says, just got to say, if the PlayStation Stars program ends up anything like Microsoft Point System, I'll be like Drew. I'll be playing five minutes of kids of a kid's game for the points. Hell yeah. Also, I found it so funny that you start shitting on Drew's PPP, Paul Patrol playthrough, and then five minutes later you're talking about playing a game that's a real-life job simulator. And trust me, I'll be playing Power Wash one day. LOL. Cheers, guys. Remember, don't yuck other people's gaming yums. I wasn't yucking his yum. Drew does not want to play Paul Patrol. Particularly, but I mean, it's easy. But if you enjoyed Paw Patrol, I would not have a problem, Drew. But the like, fact that you're playing I can't imagine it. coming home from my job and then being like, but what if I then did a job to earn fucking pennies towards a service to then play more of my job? That's a little dystopian. So here, here's the thing. It's not to play more of my job. Oh my I God. earn it, and I enjoy my game pass. There's like five Who minutes. <laughs> I, I, I'm playing all the Yakuza games. <laughs> I mean, there's tons of stuff on there that I still enjoy. It was just I was playing something because, A, it's free on Game Pass, and B, it's easy achievements. Literally five minutes. 
I think if we had a Twitch channel, we would totally do a playthrough of Paw Patrol right now. That would be like the thing, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I already know all the strats. <laughs> Push forward and hit the A button because it's a fucking kids game. Legit. Yeah. All right. Um, again, I don't yuck anybody's yum. If they enjoy game, cool. But I don't think Drew was enjoying Paw Patrol. I mean, it was just standard. It was it's it's a it's a dumb game. I mean, it's easy. Uh, Antonio sent us an email. Says I might try to hop back into Fallout 4. I've only played around three hours of it before I stopped for whatever reason. I think it was because I didn't want to build anything. Other than that, I've been mostly playing GT7 as usual. The only new game I plan on getting this month is Saints Row. Despite the mixed reactions when the first gameplay trailer debuted, Saints Row should really do well considering there's been a smaller flow of games this year so far. I'm not a morning person, which is why I almost never eat breakfast in the morning, but I'm eating a sausage egg and cheese McMuffin, and it's truly delicious. It's a oh, shame. Yeah. It's a shame they don't have these available all day. I find myself cooking breakfast for dinner a lot more than anything else. My go-to at home is grits with butter and cheese and a sausage, something with eggs, or I'll forego the grits and make egg and sausage burritos. That's pretty good. I mean, grits. That all sounds delicious. Do you do, you don't do sugar on your grits, do you? I don't eat grits. I, I don't, generally. Every now and then I'll put maple syrup in them, but usually oh. salt and pepper. Yeah, that's all I do, too. <sighs> Push it. <laughs> I do love cheesy grits, though. Oh, cheesy grits are real good. Um, maybe it's just me. I don't like eggs that much. Like, they're so bland. That's why you spice them up, man. I try to spice yeah. them up, but even then, Some they're not great. Jalula or something. Yeah, I don't know. Like, even when I spice them up, they're not great. Oh, uh, you know what's great in eggs is uh, bell pepper. Okay. Yeah, uh, like bell pepper, onion, that kind of thing. Now you're just being gross. It's called a Southwest. Yeah, you don't like any of that stuff. I don't like, yeah, I don't like vegetables, period. But, you know, onions and bell peppers and nah, nah. I love that stuff, man. Onions, bell peppers, banana peppers. Yeah. See, that's why you're the Papa John's man. They put that fucking pepper in the, every box. Yeah, except I don't like that pepper. <laughs> I mean, it's okay, but I don't usually eat it. Oh, that's it. Like every, like, what's the first thing you do with a Papa John's pizza? Take that goddamn pepper out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, I, think, I love olives too. I know that's an unpopular opinion, but I you know, I don't I don't want them, but I don't like hate them. Like they're just bleh. I love but olives, black and green olives, both. That's what my wife gets on her pizza, fucking olives. I, I, get, I usually get I usually get green olives on my pizza as well. Yeah. Thing that kills me though, the smell of the onions. Which, onions on the pizza. I'm just, uh, Love onions. <sighs> so gross. So gross. Uh, that's all the emails. I don't have any tweets. Somebody tweeted us at about a fighting game that's at Evo called Five Force Fighters. I'd never seen it. I watched the trailer for it. It looks pretty cool. A lot of fighting games out there. I saw they did a trailer for that, um, that new game from. Um, the guy that did Battle High 2 Plus. You remember that game, Drew? Yeah, Murphite. Murphite. That game looks cool, and I hope it comes to consoles at some point. 
that I follow that guy. That guy's like a one person developer who's like busting his ass on this game. Yeah, that's what he did with the last one. Yeah. I like that last one. That Battle High two plus A like that game was fun. No, yeah. It just it didn't have online play, so No. I was you know I can only enjoy it so much. If he puts if he puts Murphite on a console, I will play it. Yep. Oh show. Oh, I think that's all I got. Uh did anybody watch Prey? No. It's so good. No, but I heard it was excellent. It's so good. So I didn't. I, I had seen that that like advertised, mm-hmm. but I, saw, I actually saw a trailer for it because we were watching something on Hulu and then we got an ad for it. And I was like, "Oh, this is based in the Predator universe." Yeah, you didn't know that. Yeah, no, I, I didn't know that. I yeah. was just like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, it's it's really good. I watched it. It's not overly long. It's like an hour and forty minutes, and it's really good. Really good. And Drew, just to let you know, I'm struggling so hard to finish that first season of Westworld. Yeah. I'm on the last episode. I am. And I just like, every time I sit down to watch, I'm like, I don't fucking care. I don't like Dolores. I don't like her. (laughs) Just like, I promise myself. Who do you like in that show? Ed Harris is the only character I liked in that show. Well, he he plays a pretty big part in the whole series. Yeah, I kind of liked Bernard until the twist, and now I'm like, oh, that's just fucking lame. Mm, he's still a good guy. Yeah, but still, that's lame. Like, come on. All I can all I can see with Anthony Hopkins is fucking Silence of the Lamb shit. Standing over there, like, give me the candy. Somebody edited that sequence where he's standing in the cell. But behind him is just anime anime hentai posters. That's pretty funny. Uh great. I don't know, man. I need to I need to get on and watch um I almost started Moon Knight and I just I was like, you know what, I need to finish something else first and I just didn't I need to watch that, I need to watch Miss Marvel, I need to watch fucking But all I want to see is nope. I just don't want to go to the theater right now. Yeah, there you go. So, I don't know. A lot of good shit out right now. I see people complaining. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, I ain't got time to watch all the good shit I'm watching. Imagine if we'd had all the shit when we were kids. Yeah. <sighs> Man, it'd been so good. Anyway. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> Silence of the anime. That's pretty funny. Alright, um, that's all I got this week. If you want to shoot us an email, it's podcast at ztgd.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter, Drew is at DML Fury, Anthony's a complacent robot, Ryan's at Wombat RP, I am at ZTGD, and you can follow the site at ZTGD Content. Uh, also, check out Phoenix Down. Like Drew said, Yakuza 5, probably a couple more episodes. What's up after that? Uh, the Sinking City. Ah, yes, the Cthulhu game. The Cthulhu game. Cthulhu games. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's all I got for this week. Unless anybody has anything else, we'll get out of here. Peace, bitch. Alrighty. And it goes something like this. Epic <laughs> <laughs>